This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Joyce Kaufman Podcast is being brought to you by Code Red Roofers, South Florida's leading residential and commercial roof experts. Code Red Roofers, roofers that respond. Call 844-4-CODE-RED or visit coderedroofers.com. I am really, 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 really upset. I'm upset with people who call themselves conservatives and have absolutely no tolerance for any attempt at overturning this rotten apple cart. They talk a good talk, but in the final analysis, they're all cowards. And that really makes me angry. I have no love lost for Matt Gates over the years. You guys have heard me. I'm either I either like him or I can't stand them. I mean, he definitely gets under my nerves or under my skin or whatever the right expression is. But the idea that you have all of these so-called conservatives lining up against him and talking about how Oh, ousting uh, the speaker, Kevin McCarthy. This just looks terrible. Looks terrible? We look terrible. Conservatives look terrible. You didn't need this to look terrible. You never, ever, ever keep your promises. You never stand up for what the people want. And then you you say, well, this was politically a bad move. I don't give a rat's patoot if it was a politically bad move. Somebody needed to say, and it just so happened that it was, you know, some of the more colorful characters in the house who said it, that enough is enough. That the last time there were negotiations between the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, and the Republicans, including the conservatives and the conservative caucus and everyone else, a decision was made that if you couldn't keep your promises, that you could have a motion to vacate and the Speaker could be removed by a very small number of people, mind you. Because, of course, the Democrats are going to vote for this. The Democrats are, are super excited to remove the speaker and to make the whole world think that the Republican Party's in in absolute chaos, the MAGA's in chaos. That's all I heard. Was that how bad it makes us look? Like, do you really think you look good before this? Do you think you looked good when you didn't pass the appropriations bills? And if I hear one more genius, including some people who I actually believe are geniuses, talk about how well, he, he can't do it all by himself. No, he can't. But he's still supposed to try to do things that he promised to do. And I'm just tired of everybody going after, you know, the handful of people who said, well, you know what? The people told us if, uh, you know, if it doesn't work, we have to try something different. 
I never supported Kevin McCarthy. I didn't support him in the first round of voting. I wouldn't support him in the second round of voting. And if I were sitting in Congress, which is why you probably don't want me sitting in Congress, I would have voted to oust him. He is the most uh, gutless speaker ever. You know, and to hear Newt Gingrich talking about expelling Matt Gates and how this is a terrible precedent. Really? Okay. Well, why don't you uh, put your name in the ring then? I'm sure you could get a lot of support. Right? You had a fabulous speakership. I'm sure there are a number of people who could do a better job than, than McCarthy. So why is this? Oh, see, it's the end of the world. And how dare they? And the Matt Gateses and the Nancy Maces and the Andy Biggs. And if, if I hear any more of that, I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw up in my mouth. It's enough already. You know, it, it, it really goes to show how deeply entrenched the people in power really are. And some of them are people who I admire. I am sorely disappointed in some of the so-called conservatives who I like, who when push came to shove, when the final analysis came, they bailed. They said, oh, well, you know, it's politically not expedient and I don't want to be beat up like Matt Gates is going to get a bit beat up and Andy Big. No, no, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll stand over here because you see nothing can happen if we do this. Nothing was happening anyway. Nothing happens unless the Democrats say it's okay for it to happen. And when Kevin McCarthy went to the Democrats and begged them to make it okay, some people got pretty frustrated with that. And I'm one of them. And I really don't care if all of the media and all of the uh, Republicans who are just party animals are mad. I really don't care. Now you know how we feel 98% of the time. We spend a lot of time mad. You mad? Oh, well, be mad. You know, we've got a, a Department of Justice that's gone completely rogue, targeting uh, President Trump, targeting conservatives, targeting you guys, right? And you're worried about how you look? You look like you are weak and ineffective. That's how you looked before the vote, the motion to vacate. That's how you look after the motion to vacate. Actually, I think a few guys look like they have some, uh, some stones. And that's amazing to me that I have to defend people who did exactly what we all said you should do, including the people who are now going, well, but I, I didn't mean it. What do you mean you didn't mean it? What did you mean? You meant that we should continue to play this ridiculous game where, where, where the, the economy is in the toilet, the deficit just grows, the debt just grows, we get nothing done, and that was okay with you. But don't, don't, uh, you know, don't rebuke Kevin McCarthy. Don't oust the speaker. Oh, it makes the Republicans look terrible. No, it doesn't. Republicans look terrible all by themselves. They didn't need any help. None. Zero. I mean, it almost makes me want to be a Democrat. No, nah, I couldn't do that. Their policies and their philosophies all wrong. 
but but they know how to win. They know how to get things done. And even when they lose, they still run the show. That's what you saw. And that's what upset Matt Gates and Nancy Mace and Andy Biggs and all these other, you know, big eight. That's what upset them. Was that no matter how many promises are made to conservative principles, these are not difficult principles. Get an appropriation, get the 12 appropriations bills uh, passed, balance the budget. How about just have a budget? You know, you said you were going to do that. You didn't do it. You got to go. Let's find somebody who can do it. But no, now it's like, oh, but it, it makes them look so bad. It looks like chaos. And oh, look at the media. The media is running wild. It's a historic rebuke. It's MAGA chaos. That was the headline on Drudge today. MAGA chaos. What has this got to do with MAGA? Okay. Most of the MAGA people didn't vote for it. <laughs> you know, didn't vote to oust the speaker. You know, then I got to listen to to people who I really admire, like Levin, talking about if I'm ever voting in the same way that uh, Ilhan Omar is, I'm on the wrong side. Well, that's not necessarily true because you could be voting for the same thing for a different reason. And he knows that. But this is one of those moments where I saw very clearly, I never listened to this station. It's called Patriot or I don't know, something on Sirius XM. But last night, I was coming home rather late. I had to go back out to get something that I had left at church earlier in the evening. And so at 9 o'clock, 9.30, I'm back out there. I can't get um, local radio stations to come in because once the sun goes down, it just gets very difficult to hear stations. And so I turn on this serious uh, Patriot station, which I listen to often uh, because that way I can catch Levin. I can't hear him on the, my regular uh, you know, car radio at on the station that he's on in this market. So I'll listen to him on this Patriot, I think it's called. It's a serious channel, right? So I turned it on at 9.15 and there's somebody on, I don't know who she is. Um, you know, I did a little research on her today. She seems to be a pretty sharp, um, you know, former military. She calls herself Stacy on the right. Her name is Stacy Washington. And I'm listening to her and she's talking pretty much, you know, the way I feel about how, look, we're not mad that, that the Kevin McCarthy was ousted. We don't like Kevin McCarthy, okay? I get it. And then all of a sudden, she's doing this interview with a congressman who is lambasting the eight that voted for his ouster and, and going down that same, it's like they all listen to Levin and they all listen to this one they all, and they all and listen to Hannity and then they all say the same thing. They all got to be on the same side because she admitted, this woman admitted after she conducted this interview, a caller called in and said, gee, you know, I used to really think a lot of you, but you let him get away with murder. You know, you let him beat up on all those guys and half of what he said wasn't even accurate. Uh, it isn't, you know, this isn't the end uh, Congress has a, a Senate pro temp right now in this McHenry. I don't even know who this guy is, but apparently he's standing in and then they'll have an election when they come back. And if it takes three tries or 10 tries, I don't care. Try to get somebody who can get the job done. How about that? What a change of pace that would be, right? And instead, this, this, this representative, and I don't even know who he was, to be honest with you, I can't even remember. He's talking about how this is chaos and this is the end of the world and 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 Matt Gates is the is the devil and 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 I'm like, what? She doesn't push back at all. So, you know, 
our side has a lot of smart people on it. And a caller calls in and says, I had so much respect for you. And then I heard this interview with that guy and you didn't push back at all. And she tells him the truth. Now I give her credit for telling him the truth. She said, it's really hard for me at night to get congressmen to come on. This guy happened to be from Florida. He's the fourth district of Florida. And she said, it's very hard for me to get people to come on at night. And so I pre-recorded this interview and it was actually recorded immediately after the vote to oust Kevin McCarthy when tempers were hot and people still didn't know what, you know, what was going to happen next and, and all that other stuff. So at least she told the truth. But in fact, the callers were incensed that so many of their heroes were lining up to support Kevin McCarthy, this do-nothing, weak, insipid, pathetic, would rather work with Democrats and hold on to power than actually work for the people. And if you don't think I'm disappointed in Jim Jordan, you're wrong. I am. I'm disappointed in Byron Donalds. I'm disappointed in Brian Mast. You should know that. These guys are not going to get a pass from me. What is the point if you're in the majority, even if it's a small majority, Democrats get stuff done. And then when they're not in the majority, Democrats still get stuff done. It's only Republicans, majority, minority, can't get squat done. And I'm just supposed to go, well, you know, everybody's against us. Really? It's because you have no guts. I'm not, I'm not one of these... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a conservative when it's easy and when it's comfortable. It's seldom easy and seldom comfortable. And it's seldom emotional. It's, it's factual. Either you believe that the country's going in the wrong direction and needs to be, that leadership needs to be changed, leadership in the House, leadership in the Senate, leadership in the White House, leadership at DOJ, leadership at Homeland Security. Either you believe that or you don't. You can't have it both ways. I believe it. And if it was a historic rebuke and it's viewed as chaos, then bring on the chaos and bring on the rebuke and have the guts to stand so disappointed in Newt, so disappointed in Levin, so disappointed. And I, and I know I'll hear it a hundred times and I'll hear it from them. Oh, well, but you know, you have to be practical and we have to be realists and we're trying to get stuff done. Who's trying to get stuff done? I haven't seen anything get done. Stop making excuses for them and start holding their feet to the fire. And if they can't get things done anyway, why do I have to keep them there? You know, Gee whiz, I, I can't believe how, how weak Republicans are. That's why I can't be a Republican. I go do these uh, occasional visits to the Republican Party so I can vote in primaries. But I can't be a Republican because they got no guts. They're actually right, and they have no guts. The Democrats are wrong, and they're full of P and V. They'll fight to the death over stupid stuff. Republicans who are standing on the principles I believe in won't fight. No, no, no. We got we to be reasonable. We got to make sure we don't look bad. We got to make sure the, the, the media doesn't call it chaos. What has it been up till now, if not chaos? I can't say the word that I think it's been because it'll get me thrown off the air, like permanently. But 
I don't know what you expected to hear today when you turned on my show, because I'm sure that if you've been listening to conservative talk all day long, all you've heard is, oh, this is a disaster. This is the end of the Republican Party. This is the end of the world. This is the end, the end, the end, the end. No, it's not. No, it's not. But it sure does show you what a bunch of weakling cowards they are, including the pundits, including the, the geniuses. You know, they're all geniuses until they got to put their tuchus on the line. And then all of a sudden, they're not so, they're not, they're not that much of a genius in my eyes. That's all. You know, if, if they had a better plan, then they should have put it in effect. But as usual, they had no plan. So a handful of people said, well, guess what? We have a plan. You may not like it, but it's a plan. And we're going to go with it. And they pulled it off. And yes, they had to get Democrats to vote for it. Well, that wasn't hard. Get rid of the speaker? Sure. They're all going to climb on board. It should have been a lot, a lot bigger. That's all I'm going to say. And that's it. You know, I'm not changing my position because it's politically expedient or because it'll get congressmen to come on my show. Screw them all. You know, don't come on my show. You need me. I don't need you. All right. Don't forget to download the app, the 850 app. That way you can hear all the news that's not fit to print these days and all the news that is fit to print. And then, of course, you can join in on contests. You can listen to the podcasts. I feel like recording another No Restraint podcast because I'm like fit to be tied over this. I'm just so angry. And I, the only good moment I had in the last, you know, um, 12 or 18 hours was when this House Speaker, who I really know very little about, this McHenry, told Pelosi to get the hell out of the Speaker's office, something that, that Kevin McCarthy didn't have the guts to do, didn't have the guts to remove the previous Speaker from the Capitol office because it, it would have looked so petty. I'm glad this guy marched in and said, hey, Pack it up. Out. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like him. Fortunately, he's too close to Kevin McCarthy for my taste. But hey, that's, it is what it is. Let me take a break. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, sometimes you just have to admit that you're a fake and you're a fraud and you're a phony. But I don't expect any of them to admit it. So I'm just going to call them all out. That's all. I don't have friends. You know, I was laughing about this the other day. I don't have a lot of friends in the radio industry. You know, and every time I think I've found someone 
who's as passionate as I am, it doesn't take very long before I figure out that maybe not. Maybe they're just okay. And, you know, the, the, the jury is still out on some people who lately I've thought really, you know, were on the same page as me. This has flushed out all of the people who really are much more concerned with their careers and their connections and their ability, you know, to pick up their phones and get X, Y, and Z to come on their show. Look, here, here's my deal. Any congressman in the state of Florida who won't come on my show because I called them out isn't even welcome on my show. How about that? It, it, it's bad enough that I think you have no guts. That would just prove you have no guts, right? Yeah, I've had lots of people on my show who I agree with and lots of people on my show who I don't agree with. I'm always civil. I'm always try to stay to the facts. I don't talk with them, you know, just about my emotions. Not with them. You know, I can talk about my, my emotions with you. You guys know how mad I am right now. And it's funny because I'm getting emails already from people saying, I knew you were going to, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Because I'm consistent. Okay, I'm, I, look, I believe what I believe. I don't care if it earns me brownie points with the congressman. I don't care if it earns me brownie points with other members of the media. They do nothing for me. They have never helped my career with the exception. Really, really. There were only two radio personalities who ever extended themselves and helped my career. One was Rush and the other was Michael Savage. And neither one of them had to be nice to me. They just were consistent. That's all. So when I needed defenders, they defended me. That's all. They didn't care, you know, about me. I was opposite one of them. And that wasn't the criteria for when people were attacking me, the two of them rallied to my side. Everybody else disappeared. You know, all of a sudden I was just like persona non grata. Even congressmen disappeared. And I found out people are full of baloney. I'm not going to be full of baloney. That's all. I'm going to stand on the principles that I believe. I'm going to tell you that this slim majority that the Republicans had wasn't worth two cents because it didn't have guts. It didn't know. You know, I love when they go, well, it's all about horse trading. Well, they're not very good at horse trading, okay? Not at all. Nancy Pelosi, good horse trader. Not these guys. Not Kevin McCarthy, not John Boehner. Not Paul Ryan. I look at all the last Republican speakers and all I can tell you is horse traders. These guys are horse, horses. Um, that's it. You know, so, so I'm going to sit here today and go like, oh gosh, they're saying it's mega chaos. Oh, and, 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 and Donald Trump won't stop yapping about, uh, you know, how unfair this trial is and there's a gag order. And I'm not going to read any of this stuff anymore. I look at the headlines they crack me up. I mention them and that's it. 
these people are not uh, interested in what's best for this country. They're certainly not interested in what's best for you and me. They don't care if conservatives get flushed down the toilet over and over and over again. How many of us got got shadow banned and removed from all of these social media platforms? And I don't remember Congress standing up for you. How about you? I don't remember that. So we got to stand up for ourselves. And that's what a couple of, a handful, eight, eight people did. And, and today they're being excoriated and, and threatened and, uh, you know, people like me are sending money to them. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, I just, I asked every single member of Congress that I had a conversation with in the last six months to push back and to take a stand and to get something done. And they were, oh, you betcha. And oh, no, I'm not a fan of Kevin McCarthy. Every single one of them told me they weren't a fan of Kevin McCarthy. Every last one of them. Every single one of them, okay? And yet they all refused to oust him. Because it looks bad? And they think this looks better? You just, you just can't, you can't, talk one talk and walk a different walk. And now a lot of people have been exposed. Sorry. A lot. There was a period of time where I didn't listen to certain radio personalities. And then I would come back. Look, in 2015 and 2016, there were a lot of high profile radio personalities, including Levin, who would not support Donald Trump. Okay, it wasn't until, you know, there was no choice and he got the nomination that these people even came on board a little bit. And then the next thing you know, they're all up his wazoo and they're all personal friends and they're all going to the White House and they're all this and they're all that. But they weren't there in the beginning. At least I could say Rush was, I was, Sean was, but a lot of them weren't. (laughs) <laughs> and they're so inconsistent that today, the, you know, I'm supposed to believe that, that the, the one thing they want is to uh, justice for Donald Trump. They're just afraid he might get elected. And will they be able to do their, you know, their one hour show with him as their guest? You know, ask yourself this question. Prior to 2016, Donald Trump came on my show all the time. After 2016, none. Never, not once. Did I stop supporting him? Did I take a different position on any of the issues? Did I not come out first and foremost and say he needs to run? I will support him. I'll do whatever I can to help him get elected. I did because it's not about personalities. It's not about access. It's about what do I believe? I believe he's the only one who could save this country right now. I believe we need a stronger Congress. I believe we need Republicans who say what they mean and mean what they say. And if we don't have them, then get rid of them. That's all. Let Kevin McCarthy go back to California. I don't care. What has he done for me lately? I can't point to one thing. But, you know, I'll hear it. I'll hear it all. Boy, will I hear it. And I don't care. You know, I've been called every name under the book, but the one thing I haven't been called is a fair weather friend. 
I haven't been called a hypocrite. And I'm not, that's good enough for me. You can call me everything else. Let me take a break. I'll be right back. Uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, you know, I, I find there's some delicious irony, though, in all of this. This has been going on, in case you haven't thought about this, this has been going on for probably eight, maybe nine years, this rebellion in the House on the Republican side. And you have to ask yourself, like, is there, is there, a, is there hope for a Republican-led Congress? I, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Because this is the direction that when you think about the Tea Party, all right, back in 2009, 2010, we got a majority in the House of Conservatives. Now, they happened to have been, you know, Republicans, no question about it. And I kept warning people at the time. I said, you don't want to tie your wagon or you, you don't want to hitch your wagon to the Republican Party because they're very ineffective, they're very weak, and they're very insipid. And people said to me, well, you really have no choice, you know, ba 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 And then I said, okay, well, show me what you got. And the first thing they came up with was Paul Ryan, no, John Boehner. John Boehner, okay? John Boehner, I can't even. Paul Ryan, I, I can't, I can't even. Kevin McCarthy. The, these are not, these are not conservatives. These are just rhinos, and not even particularly good rhinos. At least when you see the Democrats win a majority, they propel people into leadership positions from across their spectrum. They really do. They, they don't care. You some kind of whacked out socialist, we'll put you in a leadership position. You some kind of, you know, psychotic uh, Islamist, we'll put you in a leadership position. We're just going to have this broad representation so that everybody stays together because they say, look, this is a very diverse. We're very diverse in this party. Not Republicans. No, no, no. What they do is they go, well, you know, we want to dispel that country club Republican image we have. So what can we come up with? Uh, we sure don't like that uh, Freedom Caucus. No, no. Can we convert some of the Freedom Caucus guys? You know, now they're saying Jim Jordan is going to run for the speaker. Um, you know, I, I have a very good opinion of Jim Jordan most of the time. But after watching... His behavior over the last 48 hours, not so much. Another one who just really likes being in power. You know, Steve Scalise, I like Steve Scalise. I think both of these guys are ardent conservatives, pretty fearless. You know, one took bullets, you know, and the other took a lot of punches. So I like them. But what makes you think they would be any different then Kevin McCarthy or Paul Ryan or John Boehner, if you put the speaker's gavel into their hand, I have no evidence that they could, you know, stay the course. None of them. Because they couldn't stay the course yesterday. So what it did was a small number of Republicans 
took advantage of a policy that McCarthy was forced to put in place the unseating of a House speaker. And, and you ask yourself, who do you think is going to stand up this time? Can anybody lead this party? Because you'd have to show me some some evidence. You know, Matt Gates can't lead the, lead this party. You know, I give him credit where credit's due, but he can't lead the party. Andy Biggs can't lead the party. Nancy Mace can't lead the party. I don't know if Jim Jordan can lead the party, but I don't think so. I have no evidence that he can. He likes that camera. They all like that camera. I'm looking for somebody who's actually getting stuff done and can actually broker deals. And anybody that you see on the Fox network or, or any of these other stations where congressmen love to appear or any other talk shows where congressmen love to appear, they're not working. They're politicking. When they go on television, when they go on these shows, you leave the shows to the pundits and to other pundits. You know, if you want to be on the air like I am or Tucker Carlson on the X or, you know, Levin, anybody else, you want to bring on the Victor Davis Hansons of the world, bring them on, okay? You can have some really interesting and engaging dialogue. If you can get somebody who is a former DHS secretary or, or somebody who was on the border as a border patrol agent, that makes an interesting guess. But... Talking to congressmen who lie to you, that does not make for entertaining radio, nor does it make for any faith in a party. I am not at all interested in having people say like, wow, you know, look, Joyce uh, had uh, Donald Trump on, or Joyce had uh, Andy Biggs on, or Joyce had Matt Gates on. You know, they need me. I don't need them. I don't care. I don't even find them that interesting. I'm far more interesting all by myself. I got an email from Congresswoman Debbie Ma Wasserman Schultz, Schultz, right? Dear Joyce, House Republicans are in chaos and the extreme conservatives in control of Congress right now only want paralysis and dysfunction. I will not embolden extremists and I will not vote to bail out a speaker who enables them and who simply cannot be trusted. Enables them? What is she talking about? She goes on and says, this is a Republican crisis that only they can solve. Well, she's right about that. And then she wants me to text her or click the button below to share what you think about this House leadership fight. Debbie, you don't want to know what I think. Because it's probably a lot closer to what you think than it is to what you think I think. <laughs> I see how ineffective they are and how effective you despicable, wrong on everything Democrats are. You know, I got to look at Henry Cuellar, who says, hey, you know, I wish the uh, guys who carjacked me with guns uh, didn't take my sushi. You know, th that's what politicians talk like. The guy gets carjacked by three punks with guns, 
and makes a joke about how they, they took his sushi. We got to get rid of him. <laughs> we need like a, a, what was it? The One of my listeners sent me, um, there was a line that talks about how this whole town needs an enema. It does. Washington, D.C. needs an enema. It needs to be, uh, it needs like, uh, what's what's the big uh, pest control company with the little, the two little s- s- small people? I don't know. I have to call them dwarfs or midgets. I don't know what's appropriate anymore. But there's like some big pest control company. And it needs to go in and it needs to just spray down the whole town. And all of the the rodents will go away. I don't need them to 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 kill them. I just need them to chase them away. And maybe, just maybe, we could start and try to put in place the kind of statesmen women that the founding fathers were and envisioned would be forever. Am I wishing for too much? Probably. But if you're going to dream, dream big. And if you never have a dream, then nothing can ever come true. Don't forget, coming up after me, Eric Erickson, and who will, you know, definitely tell you, oh, I can't believe they did this, you know, if they're not real Republicans, because he's the real Republican. I'm just mad at everybody today. That's, that goes without saying. I'm hoping Joe Paggs will be on the right side of this issue. It's uh, 20, 30 chance he will be. Okay, let me take a a break. I'll be right back. Well, I'll tell you, if you're looking for, you know, ideas for Halloween costumes, uh, you can look at DC. I mean, that that is a horror show or a clown show, depending on, you know, which side of the aisle you're sitting on on any given day. But I I just, uh, I'm, I'm in such, you know, and yesterday I was in a pretty good mood. I really was. I was thinking that, uh, we had, there was a lot of positive news in terms of people are getting hip to what the government is trying to do, not just to Donald Trump, but to, to the people like me and you. And we're not buying it anymore. And I was feeling pretty upbeat about that. And then I watched what I thought was actually a pretty gutsy move on the part of Gates and some of those other congressional Republicans. And I thought, well, you know, it didn't work out. Uh, quite the way they had hoped it would work out, because I, I would have thought they would have wanted a lot more Republicans and maybe a, a lot fewer Democrats to vote that way. But anyway, I was feeling pretty good. And then all of a sudden, I'm listening to everybody go berserk. Oh, it's chaos. Oh, they don't know what they're doing. Oh, you can't trust them. Oh, my God. Like it was okay before yesterday. That's the part that just, I sit here scratching my head. Like, was it really okay? Were things getting done? Did I miss something? Because it looked to me like we had no movement on important things. The border's wide open. We're sending tons of money to Ukraine. Everything that matters to us, the people, didn't get done. So now we're in chaos? How about we've been in chaos for the last three years? And all of a sudden, the headlines are screaming about the chaos and the MAGA chaos and Donald Trump and Donald Trump. Do they ever, ever stop? 
No, they don't. So when you try to stop them, when you try to put the brakes on this bobsled into uh, obscurity that this country is involved in right now, they get incensed at us. They get angry with us. You guys need to go back and be quiet and just let us do what we think is best for you. Even though you don't agree with us, we know better. You know, and, and I was stunned. I really was stunned at the number of people that I have respect for who just jumped right in and, and couldn't wait to lambast, you know, the conservatives that voted to vacate the speaker's chair. They just, they couldn't, they couldn't, they were screaming as loud as I was. The only problem was they were screaming for all the wrong reasons. They're just part of the problem. You know, I may not be part of the solution, but I won't be part of the problem. And that's, uh, so now you heard, you know how I feel. I thank you. And tomorrow I'll have Dinesh D'Souza on because uh, he's got a new movie coming out. Dan Bongino and him have a new movie coming out. So we'll have him on tomorrow to talk about it. So I'll be back tomorrow at three, if it be his will, and he delays his coming. What lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. And apparently what lies within many conservatives is not much heart. But I got heart and you got heart. And we'll just keep fighting, even if we have to fight alone. May God bless you and may God bless the United States of America. See you tomorrow. The Joyce Kaufman Podcast has been brought to you by Code Red Roofers, South Florida's leading residential and commercial roof experts. Code Red Roofers, roofers that respond. Call 844-4-CODE-RED or visit coderedroofers.com.